What is up everyone, Dalton here. Before we hop into this episode, I just have a couple quick announcements. First off, thank you for tuning in. The support on the podcast so far has been amazing. We're super excited about the community that we're building here with Move Local. So we cannot wait to continue to grow and meet more amazing people. If you guys aren't following us on Instagram, head over there and follow us, move.local as well as sign up for our newsletter if you want to make sure that you don't miss out on any new releases of episodes, of merchandise, of exciting news that we have coming up for the Move Local community. Head over there, sign up so you do not miss out. You can find that in the bio on Instagram or in the show notes below of this episode. And then lastly, guys, if you've liked or took value from any one of our episodes so far, please head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you consume your podcast, subscribe to Move Local, and drop us a review and a rating. It really helps our podcast grow. It helps us get good feedback from you guys, what you want to hear more of, what you want us to improve on, so that we can continue to provide you with the best content possible and grow this amazing community. That is all I have for today. Enjoy this episode of Move Local. Welcome to the Move Local podcast. Our mission is to connect the movers and shakers of the Duntas and Hamilton area who pride themselves on growing a healthier and more connected community. We will do this through having conversations around health, education, entrepreneurship, and much more. We want to be part of helping you move confident, move free, and move local. What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome back to the Move Local Podcast. My name is Dalton, and unfortunately, I don't have my two beautifully bearded co-hosts today, Donald and William. They are off doing beard things, trying to make them grow. I unfortunately can't grow a beard, so I don't mess around with that stuff. But we do have a pretty awesome guest on our show today. Um, So as you guys know, we are the owners of the Movement Physio and Performance. So outside of offering physio, we have two awesome employees that work with us, one being a dietitian and one being a massage therapist. They are both local to Hamilton, spent a lot of time here, so we wanted to have them on the podcast. We're going to start with our dietitian. So on the episode today, <laughs> I have our dietitian, Dee Huzinski. Yes. Did I get it? <laughs> yeah, pretty close. Pretty close. Yes. So what is it actually? Muszynski. Okay. So we have Dee on the show today. So Dee is our dietitian. She's local to Hamilton. Um, she has a lot of awesome stuff to touch on, so we're excited to have her. So Dee, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited. So obviously the name, a little tricky. Yes, and that's not even my full name. <laughs> let's, let's have you say the actual full name. Dombrovka Mushinsky. Love it. I know. We know why I go by D now. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I'm going to take a little hit because obviously my girlfriend, Martina, she's Polish. Yes. Um, it's actually Martina. Martina. That's right. right. <laughs> but so, so I'm going to take a little slack on that, but it's okay. <laughs> why is that relevant though? So take me through like where you were born, how you got to Hamilton, all that stuff. Yeah, sure. So I actually wasn't born in Canada. I was born in Poland. We came over here when I was seven. Um, but I grew up in Hamilton, um, up the mountain, and I, now I live downtown. And so um, I, Hamilton is home. I, I love it here. I think there's such an eclectic population. And Hamilton, too, I find um, there's got like a lot of personality and character to it. And that's what I love about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I don't really see myself moving, unless it's like out west. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad yeah. you don't want to move. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting... 
uh, for me to do this podcast because I'm obviously new to the area, right? So we're yeah. we're interviewing a lot of people that are from Hamilton, Dundas, local, been here for a while. Um, and that is the one thing that I've noticed about Hamilton. It is very eclectic. I think that's like an interesting way to look at it. Like you feel the grittiness of the town, which obviously like being the steel city, mm-hmm, right? Exactly. Um, and then, but you can also see like the cool like, I don't know, nature, outdoors opportunities that you can have here with the escarpment. And I've really noticed that with Dundas. So it's cool because you can get that gritty feeling, which where I'm from in Windsor, it's very similar in a way. Mm -hmm. But then you can also get that like two steps away. You can be on a trail that's taking you through the beautiful like nature of this Yeah, 100%. And I think that's why I love it too. You don't really have to drive out of the city for hours to get out, right? Like if you lived in Toronto, it would be so different. Um, and yeah, that's what I love about it too. So you have like that city culture and the music scene and the food scene is so up and coming in Hamilton. Um, but you also have the people that love the outdoors and, you know, do all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, so that's kind of cool. What was like the early days like in Poland? Like, do you have memories of, of that? Um, you know what? Yes and no. Like tidbits. Okay. Yeah. So I lived in Poland. Then we moved to Germany. So I remember Germany a little bit. And then we came to Canada. Um, I've always just remember being like a happy kid and whatever, you know, the situations my parents were in moving us over. I never really remember. I never remember Mm -hmm. like the bad things. They always did a really good job of just kind of having keeping you know, guys moving yeah exactly in, in a good place yeah exactly was there like was the outdoors a thing that you experienced a lot before you came to Hamilton yeah I would say my dad is very he's a very he's an outdoorsman for sure so I think I got the love of the outdoors from him and he's he was really athletic as well so probably like that combined um, even though it's interesting because my mom was a, a gym teacher in Poland, okay. but I'd have to say like my dad, like we did karate and judo when we were younger and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like my, my dad kind of influenced that probably a little bit more, I'd say. I hope she wouldn't get mad at me <laughs> saying that, but that's kind of how, how I remember it really. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. And then when did you get into mountain biking? Cause I know that's a big part of your life, right? Yeah. So I actually... Didn't get into mountain biking um, when I was younger. Like it was as an adult that I got into it. So it's interesting because even looking at my career, I went back to school when I'm older and got into mountain biking as I get older. And so it's been like six years since I've been riding. So I feel like I've had kind of had like these lives <laughs> and this is like mm-hmm. a different stage now. I'm into mountain biking and I have a career <laughs> um, as opposed to like kind of before that, it just looked a little bit different. But yeah, so it's been six years. I worked at the um, local bike shop here. That's kind of how I got into it. You kind of get into that community. um, And it's a great kind of welcoming community um, at Freewheel here. And so I recommend if anybody wants to start mountain biking, like it's a great group of women um, that, um, that run that. So yeah, that's kind of how I started. But I guess going back, I would have to say I started when I lived in Thunder Bay. And that's kind of where the love of it came. And then I kind of progressed my skills here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I like how you say your life was kind of in like parts and almost seems like a different life. Yeah. I find that I try to look at life that way. It's like Mm -hmm. you're always kind of changing and growing and developing over time. right? sure. So it's like I can look back even three years ago or four years ago and be like, that was a different time. Not that it was bad by any means. Like I learned a lot. But Mm -hmm. now looking where I am now, it's like a different part. And I'm I'm sure in five years from now, it's going to look a little different. So I like that idea of kind of looking at it that way. 
Yeah, and sometimes when I look look back, I don't know if I ever thought I would see myself here, which is kind of cool. Like hmm. when you think about, like if you look at it from like a like a, pers- a different perspective, I don't know. Like it's just wild that I'm here, just because of like all the things. Like if you saw me in my twenties, you'd be like, "Who is this girl? Who is this D? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, I'm here, and and yeah, no, it's good. It's been a wild ride, and it's good. What prompted the shift to go back? to school and pursue nutrition? Yeah, so I think um, the biggest one was I played in a band for five years and I think I got to the point where I didn't want to live in my parents' basement (laughs) forever. And although it was such a fun experience and we played a lot, um, I think that was the driving factor. Like I think it came to a point where I'm like, I need to do something. And I've never been one to know exactly what I wanted to do. So it kind of took me like a convoluted way to get to where I'm at, which I'm very grateful that it did because now I feel like I actually found like a passion and a calling as opposed to just a job. Um, And I don't think I would have been able to find that if I went and, you know, picked a career right out of high school. Like I was so lost almost. Um, And so I think that's what prompted um, me going back to school. Uh, And I think too, being in athletics when I was younger, kind of the body nutrition connection played a a large role. I started liking being in the kitchen a lot more, being older. And then I just looked at the options that I had to pursue a career. I looked at being a nutritionist versus a dietitian and I just decided to do the academic route. Because if I'm going to do it, I might, I just thought I might as well do it all the way. Right, right. Yeah. We can't skip over this whole band thing. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> try oh to breeze God. by that. <laughs> but we don't have to go too deep into it. But what, what was the band and what kind of music did you play? So it was like a pop punk band, like super high energy, um, super fun. The name? I don't want to tell you the name. <laughs> okay, okay. You don't have to tell me. I'll just Google it. Okay. <laughs> we'll do it off air. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so what'd you say? Pop punk? Yeah, kinda? pop punk, like okay. very upbeat, very like high energy. Um, yeah, it was a it was a great experience. What did you learn from that? Um, oh good question. I haven't really thought about that, but I think I learned how to be comfortable in front of people. For sure. So first and foremost. I always remember that I wasn't very good at bantering with people, like off stage. And so I got better at that. So kind of making small talk and getting people engaged was a big one. Um, I think too, working with three other people, because it, it was a four man band and I was the only girl. So dealing with the dynamics of that, you know what I mean? So yeah. it prepared you well for the movement. Yeah. Because right now <laughs> that's true. There's three of us. <laughs> Who are all obviously men. And yeah. You. So yes. it's like you're 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 all good with oh, this. Oh yeah. You know it's like I've done this thing. before. <laughs> it's interesting to hear you say like learning how to be in front of people and and talk and make small talk and be like comfortable with that because yeah. it's obviously a lot of what you do now is like having conversations with people and then you know doing webinars mm-hmm. and seminars and I know that's something that you want to do more of. It's like you're interacting with groups of people. Yes. And I think when you were saying that, I think the, the similarity is you just want to build connection really. that's what you're doing. And even as a clinician now, I want to get to know the people that I'm dealing with. It's not just about nutrition Mm -hmm. because that's kind of the simple part of it. I'd say it's getting to know people's backstories. And so when I was also in a band it's like how do you build that connection of being on stage and you know sometimes playing at a bar with like two people like how do you build a connection with that so so it is very similar from that perspective i'd say 
So you go into school for nutrition yep. and then you want to pursue being a dietitian, which requires yeah. your master's. It doesn't actually. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. So <laughs> I wasn't a very good student. So before I even went back to university, I had to get uh, credits and like up, upload my marks, I guess. I, I mean, I was such a slacker in high school. I hate to admit it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I had to go back to university and that's a four-year degree. It's a specific nutrition degree, um, applied human nutrition. And then from there you can apply for an internship mm-hmm. and it's hard to get into. And I didn't get into it the first year. And so then I find that our schooling, especially our program, doesn't do a very good job in preparing us to do work that isn't RD related. Like, what do you do with an applied human nutrition degree? Like, mm-hmm. you go for four years. If I wanted to just be a nutritionist, I could have just taken a different course. Maybe right. that wouldn't take so long or maybe take a different route. And so I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? And so I decided to do my master's because okay, like, what else? Right, right, right. <laughs> what else was I going to do? And then from there, I got my internship. And then from there, I was like a right. registered okay. dietitian. Cool. Was there a point at you're like, ah, yes, this is what I want to do while you're in school? Or did that come after when you finally, you know, made it through, became a registered dietitian, started to interact a little bit? It definitely didn't. It was the opposite in school, I mm-hmm. would say, because school really focuses on clinical nutrition. And I always knew I'm like, I don't want to work in a hospital like I knew that. Um, and a lot of that focus is around hospital work. And so I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. And even when I got my internship, I remember working in the hospital being like, like, what am I doing? Was this the right path? But I also had a really great opportunity um, during my internship to work at the Canadian Sport Institute. And that's when things kind of changed for me. And I, I think I realized like, hey, there's cool jobs out there. And I think too, as, as a mature student, I think you're more confident in paving your own way. You know what I mean? I think school does a great job in terms of like preparing you clinically and all those things. But I mean, you just have to think outside of the box and really the world is your oyster. And I don't think they do a very good job in telling you all of the careers you can have that aren't like in this mold Mm -hmm. of, of, you know, whatever you go to school for. So I think that was my aha moment where I'm like, this is kind of what I want to do. Like, even if it's not exactly what I want to do, I'm like, don't, yeah, I don't need to work at a hospital. (laughs) I think essentially is like, I had like a, a, like a breath of fresh air. It probably felt good, right? Yes. Yeah. I was stressed out. I really was second guessing what I went to school for, which was a crappy feeling. I think that's common, more common than we think. Cause I, me myself personally, I experienced that while I was in physio school. It was mm-hmm. like, I was going through physio school and like, I thought it was good. And, and you know, there was options, but even the thing that I thought I wanted to do with physio when I went in, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't want to really work like this every day. So right. then I'm starting to question like, what, what am I doing? You right. Know? And then I finally like a big a big catalyst for for me was like when we started our Instagram page back in physio school, we started our other podcast back in physio yeah. school, me and Will. We started to realize there was more ways that we could take like our degree and use it almost as a platform to mm-hmm. do what we actually wanted to do in the health field. Right. And that was when things started to change for me and I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Like I can be more of me with this degree and do what I want to do. And it doesn't have to be this box that is set. 100%. I think I felt exactly the same. And also from, I don't know if this is the same with physio, but there's definitely like a, a personality type 
that mm-hmm. become that people think of when they think of dietitian. And I remember one of my professors at, my, at during my master's looked at me and he's like, "Dee, you want to be a dietitian?" And I kind of took that as a compliment. <laughs> but I think I'm just I'm not like when you think of RDs, I, I don't think I kind of fit that mold sometimes. Um, I'm just not. I don't know. I get what you're saying because yeah. again, I feel a lot of the similarities because there's like this like idea of what you should wear or like what's yes. professional and like me and yes. Will always got into this with some of our, our like one of our professors our business professor because he was all about like you gotta be up in your suit and all this and like yeah. there's nothing wrong with that and like I do get that to a point right but like one thing that we really try to, to do here and I want to talk about like how you know finding us and what you've liked about being here at the movement but mm-hmm. as we try to create it as like a culture where you can be yourself like obviously we're not going to let you do like crazy stuff that's going to not align with like our our brand and you know <laughs> but from, I think we do a good job of allowing you to be yourself and express that and approach things in in your own way and that's something that we really wanted to do for mm-hmm. ourselves yeah no and you guys have for sure been doing that and I feel like I can do that even just even like the language that I use you know mm-hmm. I but I think that's also part of being relatable to people that come in right right so I don't know there's there's definitely a time and place, but yeah. So you're working at the hospital and then you know you always want to do, you want to do something else, right? So mm-hmm. what does that look like? You know, taking the opportunity to come work with us. Like what were you, were you looking at that time for other opportunities? Like how did that all unfold? I always look for other opportunities. Um, I always think I knew that I wanted to kind of work for myself or have more autonomy. I guess maybe that's more the word that I'm looking for. Um, and I, I don't know, I just, back to schooling, they just don't do a really good job in kind of prepping you to go on your own. Like we don't get business kind of uh, background education. Like I didn't know what to do, even though you have these ideas in your head. And um, Tara, who is a client of the movement or was, um, said that you guys were looking for an RD and I just, said, hey, sounds great, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I was expecting anything, but I just think from what she told me was, these guys are opening a physio clinic or looking for an RD, and I'm like, cool, Like this is more along the lines of like what I see myself doing. Like closer to what I want. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, let's go for it. Um, and so I just did. I think too, school has taught me, you, you just gotta take every opportunity. So even if we didn't like vibe the first time or you know, whatever happened, like you just always have to put yourself out there until like something comes along yeah. and like aligns, right? right? Which I think is like life in general in every aspect. Yeah. And I just think like the stars aligned as cliche as that kind of no, sounded, but yeah. that's we, kind we of- We feel similar. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of how I feel. I feel like we, we jive well. I think our ideas are similar. Um, there's like, I'm learning a lot because I have a clinical background. So like figuring out what I want to be as a clinician is obviously a learning curve and I'm able to do that here. And like, I don't know, I just feel, yeah. it feels good and right. Cool. That's what that, well, that feels makes, like. That makes me happy. <laughs> That's good. Um, <laughs> You're also doing the podcast, so I have to be careful what I say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, what, what really like fires you up? Like what gets you passionate in... I want to say the health field or nutrition, like what gets you going? I think what gets me going is beyond nutrition. I think health is important. The food we eat is important. But I think what makes me passionate is is allowing, is 
teaching, I suppose, or educating, or um, maybe even being that catalyst for people to start accepting their body and finding that body food connection to make themselves feel the best, whatever that looks like. It doesn't have to be, you know, running the fastest. It doesn't have to be sport related. Um, but I just want people to be happy. Essentially, that's what it is. And I do it through food. I do it through the way you feel about your body. But I think ultimately what the goal is, I want people to feel the best that they can feel. Mm. I think that's what it is. I think that's an awesome way to look at it. And I think that nutrition is and food is a great way to kickstart feeling good. For sure. Because I think people don't realize like when you're eating a certain way for so long that may not be quote unquote, let's say healthy or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you want to eat, like you don't realize how almost bad you might be feeling until you experience what it feels like to actually start to like eat good things. And for me being someone who was bigger and didn't have like nutrition as like locked in, mm-hmm. didn't realize how bad I actually f- was feeling when I was eating the foods that I was eating until I started eating better. And then I'm like, whoa, right? I sure I lost weight and that's great. But like, I was more focused. I felt healthier. I was like, I felt good. I felt motivated, less fatigue, like so many other things that are way more beneficial than, than just like the actual weight loss. Like that's great. And I'm happy yeah. about that. But I don't think people realize how much all that other stuff plays into to it. 100%. And I see a lot of people with this skewed idea of what healthy is. And a lot of the times it's connected to how you look and kind of what your weight is. And I think that is perpetuated by our diet culture, unfortunately. And, um, and I see it in men and women. It's not just, you know, uh, like a, a female, male, male, a female thing, sorry. Um, and I totally agree with you. Like health benefits go way beyond weight loss. Like you feel better mentally. You feel better. Um, you tackle the world differently. You are happier. You're probably a better friend, partner. All these things that you don't think are connected, but are so connected. Yeah. You know what I mean? And definitely. there's definitely ways that you can approach health and feeling better. And I just do it through food because I do agree like food and that the body connection and then the body and the mind and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Like yeah. it's all interconnected, right? Yeah. So what yeah. is like, I know this is kind of not necessarily like a fair question, but because there could be many ways you could take it, right? Yeah. But it's like, what are like, what do you try to get? people that are coming to you for the first time that want to take on this like journey Mm because it's a journey like what do you try to get them to understand about diet or nutrition oh that's a good question I think it depends is the answer depends on the client and what they want to see me for I will say um I've noticed that usually people come and see me for one reason, but then upon further reflection and talking and kind of digging a little bit deeper, there's other things that I think need to be worked on first. So that they might not even necessarily see. Well, yeah, Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of people want to lose weight. Like that's what they want to do. And you know, after years of not treating your body body properly and getting minimal amount of calories, like there's other things that we need to work on first before, before that. And it can, like, it is complicated because it is trying to one, change behaviors, but also trying to change people's thoughts around what health is and what diet is 
right? When people want to lose weight and you tell them to eat more. Yeah. <laughs> like They're that like, is what I'm trying like, what? to, I know. <laughs> Who's this D telling me? I know. That's kind yeah. of what I'm trying. Like you need to eat more to support yourself because right now you're not even kind right. of doing that depending right. on the situation, of course, but that's kind of what I'm finding. Yeah. And yeah. it comes kind of back to that connection piece, right? Is why you mentioned at the beginning is like so important mm-hmm. because if you can't connect and understand where the person's coming from and kind of meet them where they're at, it's going to be hard to pull those things out of out of that person when we know deep down that's what's going to be the true the true change, right? Yeah. And it's cool. Like, it's similar in physio because people are going to come see us because they're in pain, right? Right. Which is like, okay, cool. No, not cool, but okay, mm-hmm. pain is why you're here, but, but what, why are you really here? Right. It's usually deeper than just like, pain so diving into that and figuring out oh it's really like you're not playing your sport or you're not doing your activity that's really meaningful to you so you Mm -hmm. don't you lost a sense of yourself and your identity is now not you're not able to do that right yeah and then you're like oh so that's the real issue it's not actually the pain so it's like okay how do we start taking steps to making you feel back to being yourself and and take your injury into consideration Mm -hmm. with all that but that's the real that's the real issue yes and i i do find and i'm sure you find it very similar we're counseling like nutrition is such a it's a big piece i'm not undermining what i do for sure but really like we're we're kind of we're counseling in a way you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. kind of digging deeper into what is the root cause of why we're here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good clinician personally. Like that's Definitely. kind of who I would want to go see. Yeah. And you know, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that's important because I think I wouldn't be doing my job if I just, you know, Oh, I want to lose weight. Sure. Have, have these calories, like go yeah. at it. Like Here's I, a template. Here, yeah, here yeah. I don't want to be that type of clinician. Yeah. And I understand that maybe that's not for some, everybody, but yeah, no, I think it's great. And I mean, obviously we hired you because you align with what we believe yeah. in, but we're, we're similar in that stance. It's like, we want to give these people the tools, the understanding, the education mm-hmm. to be able to then take that and apply it to their life for the rest of life. Ideally, we want to help you and then have you do your thing. <laughs> yes. It's like as much as we love you coming here and all that stuff, it's like, we want to give you the tools yes. and then down the road. If you need a little tip on, Hey, I'm not too sure how to dive deeper into this. Yeah. I should talk to D cause D knows and she's going to teach me how to do it. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to apply it to my life. Like that's the ticket in my yeah. opinion. For sure. And like, you know, being healthy is a lifelong, like it's, it's a lifestyle change. I know that sounds super cliche, but it is. So you need to eat properly because you want to live a long, healthy life. Weight loss will happen if you do that. I can Mm. guarantee it. Mm -hmm. Um, But also too, you know, people have to also change their idea of like what a healthy body looks like. And that also is a challenge. Yes. Yeah. It's it's challenging. And I have a lot of I have a lot of empathy for people like it's a tough thing mm-hmm. and like you know diet culture and social media and all that doesn't make it easier mm-hmm. and, and like some people out there with wrong intentions of working with other people it's like it's a hard thing to navigate totally yeah for sure and just that confidence yeah it's so inter intertwined it's uh it's interesting I love what I do I think because of it it's mm-hmm. not just like hey <laughs> eat more greens it's kind of like hey how do we get you to eat more greens Cause it's really habit forming. Like how do we change habits? When I think of, I think I calculated like we, if somebody eats four times a day, then throughout the year you eat approximately 1500 times. So that's like 1500 times to get it right or get it wrong. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, when you think about it that way, there's a lot of opportunities to, to do it right. 
Yeah. Or like, you know, or falter. And I think the more you falter, you get yourself to like a specific place. But the more you do it right, you get yourself to a specific place. And so I don't think it has to be about perfection, but it's just making just better choices slowly until you get to kind Mm. of where you want to be, whatever that looks like. And that's different for everybody. Yeah. I love that. That's cool. That's a cool way to think about it. Yeah. 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 What, um, what do you hope to get out of like your career? Like, what do you want to get out of it for yourself personally and and professionally? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I think that's a good question. I kind of have to, like, I, I definitely have long-term goals, right? Like, I feel like in school, you know, you set short-term goals, long-term goals. So, like, yeah. I have those. And it doesn't... Maybe, but I... Let me, like... It doesn't necessarily have to be goals yeah. or anything. Like, maybe, like, what do you want to experience? What is, like, something you want to... Someone you want to work with or something you want to do, like, from an education standpoint, maybe. Like, some of that stuff. It doesn't have to be a specific, like, goal or anything. Yeah, no. I, I started um, doing a course in intuitive eating. And I think that is something that really interests me because it goes to the root of diet culture. And I think I'd like to um, pursue that and see where that kind of takes me because I, I think that is the root of like a lot of issues that I'm seeing even now. Um, and I find it kind of fascinating, like the science behind it and that it works and, it, and it's interest, I find it interesting because I think people want a plan. Like they want to be told what to do, mm-hmm. but intuitive eating is so different. It's really kind of like it's guiding people and I don't know. So I'd like to explore that a lot more because I think it's going to be super beneficial um, for my clients and just me as a clinician. But I think too, like I love speaking to people. I love doing the webinars. Um, I'd like to get better at it. I think um, just that communication piece is super mm. key and um, just kind of, I just want people to get excited about being healthier, Yeah. right? Like not necessarily like healthy cause there's like a spectrum, but just being healthier, like get out with your kids, go around the block, don't sit in front of the TV as much, just like little things that I, and I think as a society, we just become healthier and happier. Like I do think it translates to all those things. Mm-hmm. So I think ultimately that's my goal. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> like, that's great. Yeah. I think intuitive yeah. eating and yeah more education, connecting with other people. Yeah. yeah. And I know that's something we've talked about a lot and like, you know, we've had you start to do that stuff and it, it's awesome and you're, you are helping a lot of people. So it's yeah. cool. It's cool to see that. I'm excited to watch that continue to develop. Yeah, me too. Even the short time I've been here so far, it's been a steep learning curve and it's been great. Like just even thinking of the way I was in August, cause really mm-hmm. that's when <laughs> I started. Which isn't that long ago. It isn't that long ago to yeah. like even thinking of like all the people I've worked with and, and helped and how I've changed my approach and like all those things, right? It's cool. So it is super cool. I'm like excited to see what, what the future, what the future holds. Okay, rapid fire questions. Okay. You ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. Favorite local restaurant? <gasps> the Mule. Okay. This was a common answer. I think, and I know you're friends with Rich. I think that was Rich's answer. I think, yeah. I think we had this conversation with yeah. Rich. Yeah. So the I've, Mule. I've been to the other one, the one in Burlington. Ma- oh, I was going to say like, Mezcal. But it's I- owned by the Mule, but it's like, it's the, it's the same people, but just a different name. Oh, I can't think of what it's called. I can't think of what it's called okay. either. Don't worry about it. The mule. <laughs> the mule. 100%. Okay. First one. Favorite local trail? I am the worst with local trail names. Okay. Um, let me think. And oh I gosh. can't help you because I know I nothing know. about the trails here. Uh, oh my God. 
You know what? I'm favorite. I'm not going to say favorite, but it's the one near my house. And it's the Bruce Trail. And it's like right up from like Dundurn Stairs, Aberdeen. Super easy. Nice okay. and quick. So I'm going to say that one. Okay. Yeah. But there's definitely ones that are better. But it's the first one I can think of. That's okay. Okay. It's rapid fire. So you're <laughs> yeah. just going to get it out. I don't perform well under pressure. So <laughs> you're seeing that right now. Um, um, favorite um, local brewery? Grain and Grit. Yeah, I got their mug here. You know what? Fairweather is really good, too. They have an awesome patio. There's a lot of good spots. There's a lot of collective arts. I like all of them. I know. I don't think I have a favorite. It depends on, like, the mood that I feel. Okay. Are you a sour person, IPA person? I'm a beer person. So you don't have, you don't have, (laughs) you're, you're like, I'm good with whatever. Um, again, depends on the mood. I don't like dark beer. But everything else, like, is pretty okay. Even the Shed had an awesome uh, beer, but I forget what it was. I think it was, like, cotton candy or, like, a pina colada, Mm. and it was amazing. So, yeah, I like the lighter beers for sure. I don't like the darker beers. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Who's someone we should have on the Move Local podcast that you think would be good? Ooh, the first one that comes to mind is my friend Kara. She wants to help women and empower them through like business because she's a businesswoman. Um, so, and I know that she's kind of starting up her own thing and she's, yeah. Cool. So she's, she's super cool and lovely. Cara. Cara. Love it. Um, favorite form of exercise? Cardio all the way. <laughs> Okay, any form, any form of cardio? Mountain biking, I love mountain biking, okay. but I... have been running. I've been running, and I've been getting better at it, and it feels so good. Yeah. I definitely get that runner's high. Yeah. You know, me I too. feel it, and I hope I stick with it. Running is such a love-hate for me. I find mentally I kind of tap out a little bit. So, like, the shorter distances I'm doing well, and I'm, I have a running buddy, so, like, that's keeping me accountable, but I do struggle, but I hope... And if COVID wasn't happening, I'd love to do some trail races. Yeah. That's kind of like my, even if it's like a 5k, even less than that, I don't care. It's just like to continue that. You have some, I know Dawn's a massive trail runner. I know Will is getting into trail running. I know. I run, I'm not into the trails just yet, but I will be at some point. I find that really fun. We've gone on a couple as a team and it's awesome. Um, So I'm on board with that. I also have heard rumors so we have some team workouts here and we, I haven't participated in one yet with you. Yeah. I worked out with Dan the other day, but word on the street oh, is God. like, you get after it in the workouts and like you get really intense with like the, the, uh, the circuits. Do I? What this is that? Is that based on my is, face? This is what Will told me. That's so awesome. Um, I try to make my every minute count, I guess, cause I don't do it probably often enough. So I'm like, damn, if I'm going to do it, I might as well give it 110%. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, last question to wrap up here. Um, what does Move Local mean to you? Um, move Local, I think it's getting the like the most out of what's around you. Do you know what I mean? So I think, especially in terms of exercise, it doesn't need to be complicated. Just like get out and explore. I think that's what it means to me. Love it. Yeah. Awesome. D, thanks so much for your time. Thanks I'm not going to try to pronounce me. your last name again. But thank you for coming on. Um, Let people know where they can find your Instagram content. Yes. So my Instagram handle is underscored the underscore self project. Um, And it's usually linked to the movement. So Mm. if you like anything that the movement likes, then you'll, it's easy to kind of find me. Uh, Most of the nutrition posts are from me. 
So that's kind of fun. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. something that I'm just starting to do more of and it kind of stresses me out, but hopefully with time it gets a little easier. You're doing great. <laughs> Honestly, guys, um, I don't just say obviously D works for for us, but like her content is awesome. I highly suggest following her. She's putting out some really good stuff. She puts a lot of time and effort into it, and um, we've already gotten really good feedback on like the stuff that she puts out. So head over there and follow it. Um, if you do want to talk to D, I'm going to put a link in our show notes for you to book a call with her. If you want to talk about any of the things that we discussed today, like she hit on some ways that she likes to approach nutrition and. I love the way that Dee looks at nutrition. I've been in the health in industry for a while, both in the strength and conditioning realm and obviously in the physiotherapy realm. And I've worked with a lot of dietitians and I've seen nutrition and the way that Dee approaches it is amazing and I know she can help a lot of people. So please, if you wanna chat with her, you can click that link or you can just come see us at the movement. Dee? Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>